Praise the Lord. Appreciate to you all. I trust you are all doing good. God bless you. Last week, I was here on Sunday, but I felt I should leave the podium to the district pastor who has been with you throughout the week so that he will end the program with you. I also had some challenges, so I couldn't speak. I'm here to commend you for the immense contributions you've made towards the growth of the area. You've been very instrumental in the growth of the area, and I commend you for that. Hallelujah. I also, on behalf of the family, want to thank each and every one of you for the way you've related to us. By any time we meet you, we feel at home. Uh, you've been so generous, and we appreciate that. Anything you spent on us, it is our prayer that the Lord God himself will replenish you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I want us to read Luke chapter 24, verse 30 to 31. Then we go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 to 23. Luke chapter 24, Luke 24, 30, 31. When he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. When he was at table with them, he took the bread, he blessed it, he broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened and they recognized him. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 to 23. Ephesians 1, verse 15 to 23. For this reason, because I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his great might that, they, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name 
that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. He put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Amen. That your eyes may be opened. That is the topic of my message this morning. That your eyes may be opened. When he was at table with them, he took the bread, he broke, he blessed, then he gave it out to them. From there, their eyes were opened to recognize Jesus. There is a physical eye and a spiritual eye. Physical things are seen by our physical eyes, but when it comes to spiritual things, when it comes to spiritual matters, when it comes to revelation, when it comes to direction, when it comes to understanding the things of God, things God sees about us, when it comes to what others God sees about others, our family members, when it comes to revelation, like I've said, you need a spiritual eye to be able to perceive them. So when people are going around saying, come, let me give you direction. When your spiritual eyes are opened, when the eyes of your inner man is enlightened, you can also give yourself a direction because God speaks to us through these means. Hallelujah. Uh, who has ever heard of a visually impaired person saying, I see. I see. Have you ever heard it? You are speaking to a blind man. Then he tells you, oh, I see. With what eyes is he seeing? It is the eyes of the heart. The eyes of the inner man. That gives understanding. So it is, it is very pathetic when you have physical eyes, yet your, your spiritual eyes are gone. When the spiritual eyes are gone, it's off. You cannot understand. Uh, you see somebody to who is, who he has eyes, okay. But when you are speaking to him, he says, I don't see what you are saying. The eyes are there, yet he cannot see. This morning, it is my prayer that as we are entering 2021, your eyes may be flooded with light so that you will see the things of God. You will receive revelations from God. Hallelujah. The disciples have walked with Jesus for over three years. They've seen him do miracles. Uh, they've heard him speak on a number of occasions. I'm sure they've even slept with him before. But after his death, they couldn't recognize him when he resurrected. He has walked for close to 15 miles with them, and yet they couldn't 
recognize Jesus. They've been witnesses of everything that happened in Jerusalem. They heard him testify about himself. Yet, when he met them on the road to Emmaus, they couldn't recognize him. Why? Maybe because events had not happened as expected. They didn't expect him to die the way he died. So it escaped them. They never thought he could even resurrect. When things don't happen the way you expect, you may lose sight of Jesus. You might not see him. You might not know him. You might not recognize him when he is pushing into your life. God has not um, promised to give us an explanation to everything that happens to us. So sometimes things happen and you don't understand them. Yes, those things are for God. But when you, when you, when you let them weigh you down, you lose focus. You don't see Christ coming. You don't see the Lord in your life any longer. Events have not happened the way they expected. While God has a plan, we are not always privy to it. God has a plan for all of us. He has a plan for each and every one of us. But we are not always privy to these plans. Sometimes they get unfolded as we walk with him. And these plans, uh, from human point of view, might not be what you want. It might not be your desire. But then, that is God. And when we follow him in his plans for us, the end result is always success. It's always victory. Hallelujah. They, they also didn't have faith. They had little faith. The reason of Christ was outside their paradigm. They didn't believe Christ could be raised the way he, he was. It is my prayer that uh, things might not have gone the way you wanted them to be. But God is still on your side. He has not left you. He will not leave you. He will neither forsake you. He will not forsake you in any way. We can't explain everything God does. But we believe when he is in the boat with us, we will always smile at the storms. Hallelujah. You can see Jesus without seeing who he is. The disciples have walked with him for three years. So it is not even a matter of the years you have spent in the church. You can see Jesus, but you cannot see who he is. It is my prayer that as we are entering, as we've entered a new year, you will see him. Not only seeing him, but you also see who he is. Hallelujah. So at the table, when Jesus gave them the bread, the Bible said their eyes were opened. When you read the Bible carefully, anytime people's eyes are opened, it is after a fellowship meal, like what we are going to take this morning. When they meet at fellowship at a table, after eating, their inner eyes are open to see fresh revelations. 
So this meal today will give us fresh revelations. Hallelujah. Jesus was a guest on that day. He wasn't the host. They took him to the place to the, the place. So they were hosting Jesus. Yet the guest took over the table. He was the table head at that time and gave out what he had for them. Let God be a guest. Let him be let him host you at your home. Don't take over, don't preside over your own home. Let Jesus preside over the house for you. Let him preside over your life. Let him take over the, the, the leadership in the home, the leadership in the office, the leadership in whatever business you are doing. When you do that, he will meet you at the point of your need. So after their eyes were opened, after they recognized Jesus, they went to their own. They told them, Jesus has risen. He has risen. They were also afraid at that time. They, didn't, they couldn't understand what has happened. They were not understanding what was going on. So the disciples, the two disciples had to go to them. They tell them, our eyes have opened. We have seen the risen Christ. Whenever our eyes are opened, then we want others to, to be opened, the eyes of others to be opened. That is where Paul comes in. After he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, when his eyes were opened, the scale on his eyes were opened, then he had the... the, 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 the power to pray for others. So he was praying for the Ephesian church that their eyes may be opened to see what God has for them, to know what they are supposed to do as Christians. He prayed that God will make them intelligent and discerning and to know God personally. In fact, in these our days, when you are not discerning, when you are not intelligent, people will ride over you. What belongs to you will be taken from you. People will use worldly wisdom to cheat you. And when you are discerning, when, 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 when you are intelligent, and that comes from God. So may God open your understanding. May God give you a discerning spirit. May God himself uh, make you to know him personally so that people will not cheat you here and there. Their eyes, he was praying that the eyes of their inner man may be opened, they will be focused, they will be clear so that they can see what is it that God is calling them for. Do you know why you are here? Do you know why you are here? Do you know why God has called you to be here? or you are just joining PRWC Fellowship, each and every one of us have a reason for being here. God has a purpose for each and every one of us. Until your inner eyes are opened, you will not even be able to grasp what or why you are here. You will just be going up and down. You die, we bury you, but you lose heaven. So he was praying that they will grasp 
the immensity of the way of life they had to live as followers of Jesus Christ. And he was praying that they will also know the endless energy and boundless strength he has for them. An inheritance God wants them to enjoy eternally. God has an inheritance for us as Christians, as saints, and God wants us to enjoy this inheritance forever. It is an eternal thing. He has given us an energy, and he was comparing that energy to the, the, the power that raised Christ from the dead. The power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him above everything in the universe. So he was saying that, that their eyes might be opened to perceive the power that God has given them. The power that God gave to Christ is for the saints as well. So he was seated above every rule, every rule. When we say rule, it is a statement of what can or should not be done in a situation. Jesus has been seated or was seated above every rule. Things that could be done, what should not be done. So he has power to rule and then to overrule. He has power to object what is not favorable to him. And that power has been given to us. It has been vested in us as Christians because Christ lives in us. We have also been lifted above every rule. Hallelujah. Things that can be done and those that could not be done. So you can object to an unfavorable situation. You can object to it. Ezekiel, even in those days, when grace was not as it is now, was able to tell God, God, I'm not ready to die. This is not the time for me to die. He overruled it. He objected to his death at that time, and he lived. So you have also that power to say no. When you go to the court and the lawyers are speaking, sometimes one... Um, a defendant or a complainant might say, no, my Lord, I object to what he's saying. Then the judge will say, oh, objection carried. Objection what? Sustained. Or objection overruled. Hallelujah. And you have been given that authority. You can also cause an overruling of what is against you. Because Christ who is in us has been given that authority. Hallelujah. Then he has been lifted above every authority. That is the power to enforce obedience. Christ has been lifted above every authority. When we say authority, it is uh, the power to enforce obedience. So someone may be in Accra, if he's in an authority, he will tell you to sleep at Bogoso. He will tell you sleep at five. He is not there, but you have to, you have to oblige to the command because he has the authority to do that. And you also have an authority in you. And all that I want you to grasp in this message is that you are powerful. 
you have authority. You rule. You rule. So people should not cheat you. People should not cheat you. Don't let Satan take dominion over you. You are more than Satan. You are greater than Satan. You are more powerful than Satan. You are more powerful than the witches and the wizards. You have been given authority. Hallelujah. Then you are also given power, the ability to do something or to control or to influence. That is for you. Jesus has been given power. He has been given the ability to, to rule. He has been given the ability to cause things to happen. But God in his wisdom, when we read uh, Psalm 68, verse 35, the Bible says God has given authority and power to the believers. We have been given authority and power. You see, someone may have authority, but he will not have power. Authority is strength. Authority. He might have authority, but he wouldn't have the strength. So, I can beat you. I am strong, so I can beat you. But someone whom I am stronger than can also arrest me. He can arrest me because he has the authority. I have the power, I have the strength to beat you all right. But someone with authority will also arrest me and put me in jail. But God, being so good, has bested these two virtues in us. We have power and we have strength. So you can beat and then cause the one you have beaten to be jailed. Praise the Lord. That is my prayer for you this year. That God will, 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 influ will give you that power, will give you that strength to be able to do what you are supposed to do. Not only that, he has also given us dominion, the authority to rule, to control, and to own. So when someone has dominion over somebody or something has dominion over somebody, he takes absolute ownership of that person. We met a gentleman who was being dominated by the enemy. When he goes to sleep, the, the spirit comes to him, then strips him naked. He got married, and these things were still going on. Sometimes you put on the trouser with the, with the panties under. Yet, before he wakes up, the trouser is gone, the panties are also gone. Sometimes he sleeps with the, with the wife on the bed, but before he wakes up, he is, he is down. He is down. He has fallen from the bed. The spirit has taken total dominion over him. But when he met our Jesus, when he met our Christ in a prayer meeting, this spirit has to give in because he has met a power that is greater than him. Hallelujah. He has met an authority greater than his, so he had to give in. This dominion has been given to us. Hallelujah. So we have the authority to rule the universe, to rule our environment. We have the authority to rule our situation. 
cause things to happen. Amen. He has been lifted above every name and title. Thrones, creatures, known or unknown. Jesus has been lifted above all these things. These days, people are interpreting dreams in various ways. They tell you when you dream and you see a war gecko, it is something. When you wake up and you meet cobweb, it means uh, there is a spirit of disappointment following you. What are all these nonsense for? We live with spiders. We live with spiders. So by all means, there may be cobweb somewhere. But even if there is anything in the cobweb, the power within you, the authority that you have, the spirit that, re, that is in you is greater than every name. The Bible says titles, thrones, names, known and unknown. So the wizard, the witch in your, in your family, in your home, cannot and should not have dominion over you. We've been lifted above every title. We've been lifted above every name. Names which are mentioned now and those we don't know which will be mentioned somewhere, someday. We've been lifted above titles. Hallelujah. No name, no power exempt from his rule. God being so good, all this was given to Christ for the church. So it is for us to enjoy. These powers are for us to enjoy. The church is Christ's body in which his peace he acts and he fills everything with his presence. So the church is the body of Christ. So if Christ has been lifted above powers, above authorities, above dominions, above titles and whatnot, it means the church has also been lifted above all these things that I've mentioned. Hallelujah. Let's take our rightful place in the body of Christ. And when we take our rightful place in the body of Christ, all what I've mentioned now becomes ours as well to enjoy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But until the eyes of your understanding are opened, you will not be able to perceive these things. What I'm telling you now will become a story. You will not even believe it. You will not believe it. You will not take it, but you need to assess them. You need to assess them. You need to work with them before they become operational in your life. You have power. You have authority. You have dominion. Hallelujah. You've been lifted above every title. So when you are going home, when you are going to your hometown, tell the people, I am coming. I am coming. Sometimes we even fear so much so that you don't even want to drink the water in your, in your hometown. So when you are going, you hold your own water. I, wouldn't, I won't tell them when I'm leaving. But if you tell them or not, it is spirit. Witchcraft is spirit. But thank God you are above that. There was one guy in Europe somewhere. <laughs> he traveled to Europe. Then one day he went to work. When he came back, the mother was in the, in the hall. The mother was there. So he asked him, Mama, how did you come here? I said, Odejai. 
Mama, Let me eat first. How did you come? Who gave you the visa? How, how, how? Then the, the, the mother woke up, hugged the guy, and they were in Ghana. It is not a story. It happened. It happened. And the man couldn't travel anywhere in this world again. That was the end of him. But when you have the power, the authority residing in you, when you have that dominion, he can't even come. May the Lord give you that power this morning. May the Lord take out fear. You see, wherever, whenever there is fear, then faith, faith loses ground. When you give fear a chance, faith cannot work. But with faith, with faith, we overcome fear. With faith, we overcome every, every challenge. We serve God with fear, with faith. So the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please him. May God give you faith this morning. Hallelujah. If there is any spirit of fear tormenting any of us this morning, I pray that the Lord God Almighty will touch you. May the spirit of fear leave you. May it leave you so that you live as a victorious son of God, one empowered to walk as a saint. Amen. Amen. So the eyes of your understanding should be opened to be able to perceive all these things and to assess them and to work with them. The eyes of Abraham was opened and he saw the ram in the thickest. He was going to sacrifice his own son, Isaac, on a mountain. But after he prepared the altar, he laid the son on it. Then the Bible says, his inner arm, the eyes of the inner man was opened, and he saw the ram in the thickest. And he asked to replace the, the, the ram with his son to sacrifice to God. God has something tied up for you in 2021. But unless your spiritual eyes are opened, you cannot see it. I'm here to announce to you that God has good things for you in 2021. May your eyes be opened to, to see them and to know them. Hallelujah. Hagar's eyes were also opened when Ishmael was dying from test. He said, no, I cannot see my son dying. So he took Ishmael and laid him under a tree. And the Bible says, when he laid him there to die, her eyes were opened. He saw a well just beside her. Where was the well all this time? Why didn't he, she see it? Until the eyes were opened. I'm here to announce to you, your business will not die. Your marriage will not die. Your marriage will not die. Your Christian life will not die. Your body will not die. God has a well full of what living waters. When you, when you see them and you fetch them some to drink, you will live. 
your body will leave, your business will leave, your marriage will leave. Hallelujah. There is a well just nearby. Oh God, open thou our eyes. Open thou our eyes that we might see what you see, that we might know what you know, that we will grasp the immensity of the power that you have bestowed to us as saints. The disciples' eyes were open to see Jesus after he blessed and broke the bread and gave it to them. May this meal do the same in your life. May this meal do the same in your life. Even as you come to the Lord's table, may your eyes be opened. Hallelujah. So that you will not walk in darkness. People will not deceive you. You will not be tossed here and there. But that you will find direction for your own self. You know where you are going. You don't need somebody to tell you where to go. May the Lord hold your hands and walk with you. So trust God in any situation you find yourself in 2021. Hope in God. Trust in God. Lean on God. He will not fail you. He is not, he is not like that. He is not like me. He is God. He is a faithful God. His promises are yea and amen. And that is the God you are serving this day. Oh, that your eyes might be opened to perceive our great God. Let's stand up. Let's thank God for Christ. Let's thank God for the gifts of Christ. Let's thank God for the power he has given to us. That same energy, that same strength, that raised Christ from the dead has been bestowed to us as Christians. He has given us dominion over everything. He has given us authority. He has given us power. He has given us, yes, we can rule our world. We can rule our world. Everything is under the feet of Jesus, and it is ours too. If that spirit which raised Christ from the dead resides in us, these are bodies which are dying or also receive life. Pray, thank God, thank God, they say, thank him, thank him. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We give, we give you praise. We glorify your name. Even for the grace you've bestowed on us, we thank you for the gift of your son. We thank you for what you have done through him for your church. Father, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Help us to understand you in every situation, O God. Thank you for your Pray, thank him, thank him and bless his name. He is so good to us. He's been so good to us. Yeah, he is residing in us. He wants us to be gods, gods in our world. Everything that Christ has, has been given to the church to possess. And I am a mama, 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 mama. Oh, it's a good, we bless you. 
We lift you on the fire, O God. Kindoro mama mama lehi. Atanda mama riyanda ya mama mama. Zoko yondo katende kiyando. Kandara mama 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 lehi. You are faithful. You are faithful. You are faithful. Lemo sheke biyanda. Thank you, Lord. Mami huo na me grabe me. Mami huwe lyonyam Ahuofe fefe Mami huwe Ah 